So There Was is a weird history podcast where three weird guys talk about three weird stories. But the catch is, one of us is lying. Maybe you'll figure it out before we do. I don't know. Names, characters, places, or events mentioned here are either the products of our imagination or are completely true. Any resemblance to actual persons or events we say in this podcast just might be on purpose. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ivan. <laughs> and Davis is here as well. <laughs> and Bum's also here, surprisingly. And thank you for joining the So There Was podcast where we talk about wacky stories using wacky synonyms. And being, being wacky. Yes, quirky is the new rage. We're so year. wacky. We're you know, so- I have whackhead energy. We're like crackheads, guys. Except without the crack. We just have heads. We don't we don't have heads. We're just yeah, what? yeah, that's right. Uh we're actually not human beings. We're just a bunch of voices inside a podcast. We don't exist. We don't actually exist. So who wants to start? Wait, wait, hold on. You know, sometimes you gotta look at your life and say <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's a moment in our lives in where you just have to like just let it all out and <laughs> you know, like, I was just thinking about today, and I was like, dang, I'm feeling really down. Um, I think I need some sugar in my body, but then my body was like... <laughs> you guys know the song, right? Yeah. It's a real bob. I, <laughs> I found it a while ago. You know your comedy level is super bad when it, it, when a song is funnier than you are. The song is funny. So who wants to start? Anyone? I'll start. All right. All right. So there was this time when an engineer who lived in the year 1900 predicted the future of technology around the year 2001. So he didn't predict 9-11, but he did predict... <laughs> oh, no. Wait, why, I mean, why 2001? Well, so so I, he may have and may have not. So these predictions were published in the December edition of a ladies' home journal publication, and this was authored by the civil engineer named John Alfred Watkins. So a little backstory on Watkins. He was the curator of ma- uh, mechanical technology at the United States National Museum, which is now called, get this, the Smithsonian. It's called get this? No, no. It's but- called get this. <laughs> Get it. Get it now. It's, Get it well, now. Well, it's called the Smithsonian Institution right now. Uh, he received an education at, uh, at Lafayette College, graduating in 1871, and worked first for the Delaware and Hudson Canal Company. He was a mining engineer, and for a year he was a Pennsylvania Railroad assistant, so this guy was pretty well-traveled. Uh, and in 1900, he, inv- uh, he investigated and compiled a total of 28 predictions from various academic sources and professionals regarding the future of 2001. Mm. And many of them actually were spot on. So, Like planes and buildings? Nah. Now are we talking about... Um, Nostradamus Nostradamus uh, spot on nah. or The Simpsons Wait, spot on? Wait, The Simpsons spot on. What's, what's, Simpsons spot what's on? Nostradamus? Okay, he's a guy who predicted the future. <laughs> Very vaguely. He was a vague predictor. So... One of his, you know, first, uh, I guess, predictions that is the most popular and that came true, digital colored photography. So he said that photographs in the future will be telegraphed from any distance. If there is a battle in China, a hundred years from now, snapshots of these events will be published in newspapers within an hour and photographs will be reproduced in uh, in natural color. 
And oh, this is he, didn't just, he didn't just predict uh, photo, uh, colored colored photos. He predicted social media. <laughs> yeah, he, he predicted like he just predict he just predicted the news. <laughs> he just predicted the news. But then back in the I mean, they didn't have news back then. then. <laughs> they just yeah, had they, they just had word of mouth and words. He also predicted that the rising height of Americans would increase by one to two inches. And he, he is mm. correct. The average American man in 1900 was 66 to 67 inches. And by year 2000, the average was uh, 68 to 69 inches. Well, so it increased by one yeah, to two We're inches. no longer average height guys. He, <laughs> oh, he was actually wrong because if you couldn't tell, people are getting shorter. Have you seen the freshmen? <laughs> you seen the They're four the feet freshmen? tall. They are literally four <laughs> feet tall. Yeah, that's crazy. I know, but then they hit growth spurts around junior year. And, and then, then they turn like, five feet tall, and they stop. No, and then they go six feet. They grow six feet. They go feet. to six feet. And then they start growing lengthwise. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let's see. He also predicted mobile phones, and in 1900, he said that wireless telephone and telegraph circuits will span the world. He, he predicted that, you know, anyone in the Atlantic would be able to communicate with anyone in Chicago. And there will ha they will have a telephone to China quite as readily as they had uh, one from New York to Brooklyn. So he predicted the wireless telephone 100 years before it came out. Or was he thinking of like a long wire that stretched across the know. sea? He said, like, over to he China. Says he says wireless telephone. That's a direct quote. You can actually look up the uh, original article online. He also, he also predicted... Uh, Pre-prepared meals that would be ready to eat or ready to heat. Me like see. like meals ready to eat. Yeah, meals ready to eat. Uh, he would also he also predicted uh, vegetables grown. <laughs> he predicted vegetables. <laughs> no, predicted the vegetables. <laughs> vegetables didn't exist back in 1900s. He also predicted television, tanks, and bigger fruit. <laughs> big fruit like GMO genetically modified fruit he said strawberries down... will be as large as apples and we will be eaten by our great great grandchildren we have to take down big fruit they are wreaking havoc <laughs> on our farmers societies he also predicted uh, high speed railways so he said that trains will run two miles a minute normally and express trains 150 miles an hour and exactly a hundred years after those words on that very month Amtrak's flab flagship high-speed rail line the Acela Express opened between Boston and Washington DC and reaches speeds to 150 miles per hour Dang. so that's one of his most accurate predictions Besides hmm. the news and fruit. Besides the news and fruit, yes. Besides 9-11. Have you seen the size of watermelons? I mean, he could have at least predicted planes and then warned us of that. Stop! <laughs> no. Freaking John Watkins. <laughs> oh. He predicted tanks. Close enough. Close what, did, what, did he what did he describe the tanks as? Huge forts on wheels will dash across open spaces at the speed of express trains of today. Dude, that was like a 19th, uh, 19th century Nostradamus. Mm. Yeah, well, Notre Dame. You, do you want to hear his incorrect predictions? Yes. Uh, so th he said that there will be no more C, X, or Q in the English language in America. That sounds dumb. Everybody will walk 10 miles a day. <laughs> Wait, what? That is so his, false. His, why? His why? direct quote is, a man or a woman unable to walk 10 miles at a stretch will be regarded as a weakling in the future. <laughs> Well, uh, clearly he didn't envision uh, cars, because like who needs, no one walks today. Well, well, he also said that there will be no more cars in large cities in America. Uh, hmm. No mosquitoes or flies or rodent pests will. Well, exist. he was wrong about that. And aren't <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> and there will be no more wild animals. Well, Everything will be uh, domesticated mm. and controlled, which is I. 
I don't know a half-truth. They send wolves into Canada to decrease overwhelming moose population. Yeah, but it's, so not, it's like, a, not a... Not a not a domestication That's of all wildlife. We haven't domesticated elephants yet. That's true. No, what we have. Remember Carthage? That would be... Well, another thing. So, exor- it, he also said exercise will be compulsory in schools. Huh. Um, that is true. Nope. Half truth. PE? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Physical the people edu- that, like, education? you know, they walk a mile instead of run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... Mostly, I got this idea to look up this article by reading uh, the BBC News Magazine article, 10 100-Year Predictions That Came True by Tom Gilgahan. Gilgahan? Geoghegan. Yogagan. Yogagan. Yoda. Bakugan? By Tom Bakugan. Goga. Yogurt, man. (laughs) Yoga. And that's all I got. Mm. Oh, just the one source? I had another source, but it's like there's there's a direct article. It's literally a ladies' home journal publication entitled uh, 28 Predictions About the Future. That's basically what he mm. said. Could have at least rounded it out to 30. Been a uh, he didn't want to go that far. I guess so. He could, couldn't find more than 28 that he thought could succeed. Well, that was uh, a very predictable story. Also, some people say he's a time traveler, but then I don't want to deal into that. I think he's a time traveler, which is why he didn't remind us of 9-11. Freaking John. <laughs> no. You know what? I am starting to believe that he is from the CIA. Too soon. <laughs> he was hired by Bush. Okay, wait. He's no, 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 no. Wait, Bush. hold on. No, no, no. Well, we're not going that deep. Uh, okay, who's next? Oh, you mean like the deep state? <laughs> oh, no. Well, that was a very uh, predictable story. <laughs> Yo, what's up, well, that's all good and all, but have you ever heard of that good good noodle? So there was there was there was those good good noodles, and what I mean by that is, uh, in 2014, a Chinese noodle shop owner in China, obviously, admitted. <laughs> no, it was in Nebraska. What are you talking? <laughs> no, about? it was in San Francisco. No, uh, he admitted to lacing his wares with opium poppy seeds in oh. apparent effort to keep customers. Coming back in to 2014, them. in 2014. So this was six years ago. That's at least six years. Six years ago. ago. I feel old. Dang, six years ago was 2014. So the uh, the use of unusual of the unusual ingredient uh, used to make opium at the restaurant in Yan'an in the Shanxi Shanxi province came to light after a client tested positive for coronavirus. No. Tested positive oh. in a routine urine test by a traffic uh, by traffic police at a traffic stop. Wait, huh? Did they just do it right then and there in the cup? Well, this is China, so so yeah, he got a uh, traffic stopped, uh, and the guy, the officer, thought he was he was on something, and turned out he was positive for opium, even though the client said that he never t- uh, touched any type of drugs. Uh, so the Xi'an evening, I think I'm saying that right? Yeah, the the, the Xi'an evening news reported. That story, uh, suspecting the noodle shop. He, oh man, Sus- I, I copy and paste this. <laughs> suspecting that the noodle shop he'd eaten at. Okay, so like, let me let me simplify this. <laughs> so the client, uh, he was like, "Oh, hold on, I had this noodle shop before, so maybe it has something to do with that." And so they started investigating uh, that claim. And so the customer, Louis Zhuyo. 
That's Liu. Liu. <laughs> Not Louis. 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 Liu. 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 In China, not in France. Liu Juyu persuaded relatives to frequent the shop as well and to submit themselves to drug tests after going to the noodle shop. And they also tested positive. It's a sting operation. And surprisingly, Liu, the the guy who got stopped and tested positive for opium. Opium? Yeah. What do you call it? Opioids. Ivan, yeah. you're you're a nurse for opium. Just for opium? No, but opium's the drug. But when you're for opium, so he tested he tested positive for opium. Yep, he's an opium <laughs> guys. Guys, we found out he tested positive. He's an opium. <laughs> he's a, he's a, and so the relatives that he sent there, they actually became addicted to the noodles. <laughs> and oh, well, almost most of them became addicted. Dude, and, those were some really good. And noodles. they they started going there at least almost every day. Yikes. So once a day, and they almost became dependent on the noodles. And one of his relatives, which he didn't want his name leaked, uh, he report uh, his his family reported that after ordering box after box at Jang's Noodles, which was the name of the the place where he got the the noodles, he started like hoarding them in the kitchen, and he started eating them because of the excessive opium drug. Addiction, good. <laughs> and good. and he started to develop migraines and other sodium-related problems. So Ivan, you're a nurse, uh, you can clarify this, right? <clears throat> you just eat when you eat a bunch of salt, the brain hurts, right? Did you say sodium or opium? Both. So, well, sodium-related problems because oh yeah, the, from all the noodles, yeah, from all the, a lot of salt in there. He yeah. got lost in the sauce, and so he got dude, he got lost in all of it. <laughs> And there so, was the noodles, the sauce, and the opium. And the, the, my secret ingredient. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, it, basically. So did I tell you I'm a drug dealer too? Oh, hold on, I, well, you're onto something. <laughs> <laughs> you're onto something. What? So the shop owner, named only as Zhang, uh, had since admitted to the police that he bought two kilograms or 4.4 pounds of poppy buds, which contained the plant seeds, for a hundred dollars or 60 pounds last month, prior to the incident. Crushed them into a powder and started to add that to his noodles. Oh. And the Huashang Bao Daily uh, reported that the the police actually found. I'm having a stroke. I keep having strokes. He's having a stroke. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So <clears throat> the police reported that this concentrated amounts, enough concentrated amounts of opium, can uh, produce positive tests on drug tests. According to the South China Morning Post. Poppy seeds used to be a popular ingredient, a, a popular oh. uh, ingredient in Chinese hot pot sauce. Hot, <laughs> he got lost in the sauce until their use was banned. So technically, he was doing it illegally. Huh. Uh, so Zhang's drug noodles might also explain why he had a, a booming business, which attracted more customers than usual. His business was actually going broke months before the incident. Incident. So after doing uh, research, investigators found that after using drugs, he got an exponential increase in the customers. But they're the same customers going over. back wow. over and over again. So technically, That's he terrible. wasn't getting new customers. He was just getting the same customers just coming more. back. <laughs> and as you said, he, he was technically a drug owner uh, getting the, these drugs illegally. But he claimed that it was unintentional. Hmm. Yep, me unintentionally <laughs> sprinkling these opiums because they're used, as we said, the, the Chinese hot pot sauce. But 
that their use was banned, but I don't know, maybe he didn't. Wait, know. wait, hold on. Didn't the Mythbusters do an episode about if you ate too many poppy seed bagels, you can test positive for opioids? Maybe. And then they ate no, like they tested positive for a breathalyzer. The what? eight people who listen to this podcast will, won't get Mythbusters. Maybe one of them might. I think everyone knows the Mythbusters. Well, if you maybe. were alive in the mid two thousands, from two thousand four to two thousand ten, only, only kids alive during two thousand four and two thousand ten will relate. Only and the cool kids watch the Discovery Channel. If if you thought science was cool, then you know what we're talking about. Yeah. So the shop owner, air quotes, unintentionally <laughs> lays drugs. Illegal drugs on his food, and he was also found to possess other illegal types of drugs, like, I Oof. don't know, it didn't list it. I don't know, crack. Crack, cocaine. cocaine. Isn't crack and cocaine the same thing? Yes. Yep. They're the same thing. Crack, But not cocaine. in law. Mmm. How would you know that? <laughs> I, I've taken a few classes. Oh, or maybe you've taken a few crack. Gotti. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> that explains the pizza on the roof. Um, <laughs> anyway. That's a, wow, that's a real far and wide uh, <laughs> reference. <laughs> um, so my sources are BBC, China, restaurant sold opium-laced noodles. Subtitle, a Chinese noodle shop owner has admitted to lacing his wares with the opium poppy seeds in apparent effort to keep customers from coming back, it's reported. And that was from September 23, 2014. And the sources that were listed in the article were the Xi'an Evening News, the Shang Biao, the South China Morning Post, and I tried going to those to those sites, but there it was in Chinese. <laughs> so and it that, and it's, it loaded like uh super long, so it didn't load all the way. Three lines per second. <clears throat> Did it at least yeah. have a picture of noodles? No, uh, oh. it had Chinese characters. Hmm, if it didn't it have a picture of noodles. It kind of looked like noodles. Do yeah. you know Chinese characters? They look like noodles if you like just <laughs> drop them down. So do all <laughs> letters. Maybe that's why. Maybe. They look like that. So, like, is that how the alphabet, the Chinese alphabet, uh, came to be? They the just first... dropped a bunch of noodles and was like, that letter is going to be that letter. Fun fact, the, Chi uh, the Chinese language was created from a guy playing with his food, with his noodles, and he just started laying them out. He's <laughs> like, oh, hmm. Oh, is that how we got the, uh, the, uh, the, <laughs> the English alphabet from uh, uh, Alphabet Soup? <laughs> So that was made first, and then, like, you know, the guy was like, dang, these are so pretty. These, like, we these, don't have to use Viking runes anymore. These noodles kind of look like letters. Um, I'm going to use these in my words. Yeah, my, my last source is Food and Wine, a Chinese restaurant busted for serving opium-laced noodles, September 25th, 2014. Mm. So, kids, uh, don't do drugs and don't put them in your food. So, anyway. I doubt any of our 20 subscribers would do that, but hey. Don't do drugs. I mean, is uh, it really drugs, your favorite restaurant, or are you just eating crack? So, Ivan, can you, uh... Let's be real. <laughs> Wait, I'm trying to think of a fun. Okay. Can you finoodle yourself out of no, this one? Um, <laughs> Dang, that was... Time to spill the sauce, Ivan. Uh, what you got? Ooh. Ooh. What's in your secret sauce? What's in your pocket, ravioli, ravioli? <laughs> Show us your yeah. Chinese hot pot sauce. What's in the pocket only? So I got in my pocket only. What's cooking, Ivan? <laughs> bees. Bees oh, are cooking. Again. They are dying. Yeah. Save the bees. But also the bees are coming back in a oh. great way. And but not in the way that you think. <laughs> so this is some relatively uh, uh, recent news back in 2019. Let's be real here. 
Let's let's be oh. real. Hey. I don't I don't want to sting you guys with too many facts, but you know the stripes on this story is really fuzzy, <laughs> <laughs> or should I say, real clear? I only what? see like it. the sound of a buzzing bee I only, in your ears. I only you see gotta make sure that you never hear the things that you never want to see. Oh, make them oh, clear. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, dang! Wrapping the mad bars. Or the mad bees. <laughs> the mad <laughs> <B> <laughs> Okay, no, oh. just kidding. So bees, they're not scary, right? At least the majority of No, they're of super them. scary. Yeah, <laughs> the majority of them aren't. You know, like, if you don't mess with bees, the bees don't mess with you. You know, that's, the, that's how it works. But there's one bee that might set off a few people, and it's because it's about, I don't know, the size of your finger. And that's the wingspan. That's what if I don't wingspan. have any fingers? Oh, no. <laughs> it's about it's about two and a half inches long and no. about well that's the wingspan and it's about one and a half inches uh tall that's just the body tall is that the killer bee tall thick. no no it's not a killer bee it's, a thick it's bee. the wallace bee and it's the large <laughs> it, it is... <laughs> the wallace bee <laughs> it's, the... wallace it's and... more like wallace bay eh? it's wallace and bee and grommet so yeah, the largest bee on Earth currently is the Wallace bee, and it's a yeah, those. It's pretty big. People thought it was extinct when uh, they couldn't. Yeah, when they thought it died out in 1983, but it has been recently been rediscovered in Indonesia. Right. So yeah, there's uh, yeah, the females can reach a length of 1.5 inches mm. with a wingspan of 2.5 inches, but you know the males, you know they're smaller, so they only grow about uh, 0.9 inches long. Oh. And I got huh. uh, yeah, you can you can call me a bee expert now. <laughs> you know I had to be it to him. How many bee puns can he cram into this? Hey, you know, this is a whole honeypot of stories. Mm. Uh, yeah. And unlike the males, the females have large beetle-like mandibles, so they look even So they're not scary. bees, they're just monsters. They have mandibles? They have, you know, like, um, you know, stag beetles? Yeah. The ones like, you know, uh. that those, uh, the really big pinchers? Yeah, the females have those. And uh. it, it, it looks terrifying, I've seen pictures. So a beetle, but with a stinger, and it's it literally looks yellow like a and beetle. black. It's a flying it's beetle. And black. And you can, like, hear that sucker miles away. If you think a bumblebee sounds loud, this thing sounds like... Uh, it sounds like that. You know, like... It sounds like footsteps. <laughs> it grows legs like a and monkey's starts running at you. across a pond. No, that thing, like, you can you can hear it coming for you, like, and it's and it's coming hard at you, you know, like, it's... it's you it sounds like it, it wants to kill you. It's ready <laughs> you to get know? down to bees. It wants to get down to bees. This. You know, this is the bee's knees. Beware of B square. <laughs> so is the B a square or you B a square? Square B, Minecraft B? Minecraft, Minecraft B. Yeah, so in January of 2019, a search team led by Clay Bolton, a natural history photographer specializing in bees, and an etymologist named Eli Wyman, uh, they they went to Indo well, they went to the Indonesian islands to try to you know find the last traces of this uh, this wait, Wallace. Wait, so what are the names of these dudes again? Clay Bolton. Clay Bolton. Is this the new Indiana Jones and his, Clay and his sidekick, whatever his name is, Clay Bolton? Indiana Jones 6, Clay Bolton. Yeah, a natural history photographer with a background in bees and an don't you mean? Don't you mean National <laughs> Geographic? No, he's not, a, he's not with National Geographic. But what's National? He's his... a natural history oh, photographer. Oh, I thought he said National And he history. specializes in taking pictures of bees. Specifically so bees. He, so he's a bee archaeologist, is that what you're saying? He rides the bee. From what no, I no, understand, the other guy's an etymologist. The other guy's <laughs> an etymologist. 
He's a guy who studies bugs. So what you're saying is, from what I understand, this man is the Indiana Jones of bees. Oh. <laughs> what a and, loser. <laughs> and he goes into <laughs> bee temples and finds new bees. <laughs> That's actually pretty close, because, like, you know, they went to Indonesia, and I think there's some temples there, but, like, I don't know. Bee temples? Aren't those just beehives? <laughs> I mean... It grows I mean, they grow. do worship honey. <laughs> Continue. And that's what we're <laughs> going to talk about, our sponsor, Honey. Honey. He saved not, at least oh, five wait, wait, cents. No, they're not paying not us. Yet, not, yet, not, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Someday. Yeah, so they uh, they were just trekking through the through the wild lands of Indonesia. They were just bree- no, breezing by. They were, no. they were buzzing around Indonesian <laughs> isles. They grew wings and they started flying around. And eventually they found one female Wallace bee in a termite mound after hmm. like looking at a termite mound for, <laughs> for literally five days so wait so no it's really funny so a bee expert is like they're walking they see a termite mound he's like i bet there's a bee in this termite <laughs> see, mound he is the indiana jones he knows exactly where they be yeah you yeah know what I mean? <laughs> he knows where the most buzz is <laughs> so yeah uh technically i guess um i don't know honestly i don't know how how these Wallace bees work around. They didn't really explain it, but uh, it was a termite nest that was like eight feet off the ground in a tree. So it kind of looks like a nest. I mean, uh, a, a a bee a bee nest. And mm. so they were like, "Huh." The etymologist guy. I have no idea, but like this is I probably bet there's what he a said. Bee in there. Yeah, he's like, "I bet there's a Wallace bee in there." And so <laughs> they just like camped out there for five days, and then they would look at it every twenty minutes. And the guy mm. just had his camera set up in there, you know, like. Is it there? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, he literally said that. That's what they did. And then after five days, they found it. And they found the female Wallace bee in the termite's nest. What was it doing there? Eating termites. Eating? It was doing Wallace bee things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, like, it was, like, it was cohabitating with, uh, with some termites. But no, you can't. Bees and termites are natural enemies. Are they? Are they, though? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. Are you, are you a biologist? <laughs> Don't be that way, man. You're really, you're really stinging the mood. <laughs> what? You get, you're pulling my stinger. No, you know? you're being a real buzzkill, you know. Oh! <laughs> I felt that in my, in my so soul. So everything on the wall and the podcast. <laughs> what a bunch of buzzwords that we're throwing around. Right now. <laughs> okay, no, no, man, it's real funny. No, we gotta save it. Save it. Yeah, so the Wallace bee. Yeah, that's the end of the story. So the Wallace bee species was originally collected by the British naturalist, obviously, uh, Alfred Russell Hembenbop. No, his name was last <laughs> name was Wallace, of Hemenbop. course, obviously. <laughs> Alfred Russell Wallace in 1859, and so that's where they got their name. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. So are they still alive today? Yes. Apparently. Oh. They found <laughs> Wait, was it like the last bee? <laughs> I, I, that was like the first evidence that the Wallace bee still exists, so they're going to assume that more oh. is out there in the wild. So next time you see this uh, a bee the size of, I don't know. A car? Size, <laughs> the, the size of your of a, thumb. The size of your thumb coming at you. Don't kill it. Just let it kill you. And <laughs> you got to let it be. It's the mystery. Let it be. 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 Let Speaking it be. words of wisdom. Just let it be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so my sources are from KGW8, World's Largest Bee, spotted for first time in decades, written by Andrew Whale. Sorry, Andrew Weil. Andrew B. 
<laughs> Andrew Weil in February 21st, 2019. Wallace's Giant Bee from GlobalWildlife.org. And Wallace's Giant Bee, world's largest bee rediscovered in Indonesia uh, from February 22, 2019. Science News. It's a story worthy of BuzzFeed News. Ah. Because uh, it's yes. fake. Oh. Got him. Wait, hold no, on. it's very real. This uh, bee is real. Actually, I have a few questions for you lads. Oh, hold on. Before we go through, let's jump into our sponsors. <laughs> Blue tape. Hey guys, you know what that sound is? Yep, it's blue tape. Man, I never get tired of doing these things. Um, yeah, blue tape. What do you expect? Our one and only sponsor. Man, the studio is getting really creepy down here, guys. Uh, yeah, Blue Tape, they've been with us since the start. You've heard me say this again, time and time again, but no, I'm serious. Blue Tape, they've, they've taken us out of some dips and some rolls, and they will continue to support us. And, and I just want to show our gratitude, the So There Was podcast, to uh, show how much we care about them, uh, to tell you guys. So blue tape can be found at any hardware supply store, any arts and crafts store. You can use it for home renovations, as I've said numerous times. It can be used for arts and crafts, for the kids. Or if you need to tape up that painting you've been wanting to put up for a while, you could do that. Or if you have a shoe in a hole. Nope, if you don't. <laughs> I was going to say if you have a shoe in your hole, but I didn't realize it's if you have a hole in your shoe, you can use blue tape. And any other miscellaneous type things you need to fix around or anything like that. Just use blue tape. Better, stronger, faster than regular old tape. You know, old tape, it just falls apart. It gets, it's not as sticky as blue tape. Yeah, uh, please show your support through these hard times and difficult times by going to blue tape and helping them out. They've helped us out and I'm sure that they can help you out with their tape. Before I go, we are on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I don't know which one it is. We're on iTunes, CastBox, Spotify. Go check us out there. Share with your friends. We have that little trailer there that you could share to your family or people who like podcasts. So if you want to show your support, just uh, give, give a friend or a family member a link to uh, that tr little trailer. And yeah, you'll be well on your way. And one last thing, if you tweet about the show, thank you so much. We get around only by word of mouth, so keep doing that, and you're awesome. And, yeah, I think that's it. That's all I have for you guys, so let's get back to the show. And we're back. Welcome back. Where have you been? Oh, listening to that good, good Blue Tape commercial. Bye, Blue Tape. You know what? I can't do this anymore, guys. I don't have blue tape. Wait, I, you're joking. I, I don't use blue tape. What do you use then? Oh, oh, oh stop, stop the podcast. Stop, stop the podcast. <laughs> you, don't, you don't own blue tape. We talked about this. No, I, I don't mean, use blue tape. They, they sponsor our show. I, I know that. but like They, they I, take care of us. They see, are the reason why we're still doing this, and you don't have blue tape. I don't see any I don't think that's hey, 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 Davis? We're having some. We're having a moment. Let here. the man use whatever Ivan. tape he wants. Yeah, yeah, you need to get blue tape. No, no, bum. You don't understand. I don't need it. Then what they are use? listening right now. I have regular tape. It's I, just, oh, just Ivan, good. don't you ever say that again. I just have regular. No, tape. okay, no. You know what? It's a free country. <laughs> no, I can no, no, use no, no, whatever no, no, tape no, 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 I no, no, want. No, no, no. Wait, wait. No. 
Is he using what red tape? What if I want to use okay, flex yeah, okay, tape? Okay, Davis. Now, now, what did you just is say? Is he using red tape? Okay, stop the podcast. What if, what if flex tape is, is paying me to, to use their tape? Blue tape, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I'll have these two uh, people uh, ousted what right did away. I, do? I will I will get new uh, podcast hosts to join me, and then we will forever more sing your praises. Um, no, no but, you can't do that. I'm I I am critical to this. I got fifty percent <laughs> shares in this thing. You have fifteen percent shares. I only have ten percent. <laughs> you guys get shares. You guys get shares. A hundred percent of all the shares go to Blue Tape. So who wants to start off with the, the question? You mean the interrogation? Your interrogation. I don't even have. I have some questions for you. Oh, he's too. Okay, we're going scary. Okay. Now. I boom. feel uncomfortable. Bum, look in my eyes and tell I don't me. Like, I don't like this. Look into his eyes. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Listen up, listen up. So, okay, so how did this guy know that this noodle shop was the source of his opium, you know, ratings? Opium ratings? Opium levels. So it was like, you know, trace it all back. How did he know to trace it back to that very source? I'm Through ge- all the things that he took in between the noodles and the stop. Well, the, the, the BBC article, it didn't explain why he suggested it or how, but I'm guessing is like he gets stopped. Yeah, it was a routine dr- uh, traffic stop, Dad said. And then they tested him, and he tested positive for, for drugs. And then I'm guessing it's like, so what did you eat in the last 24 hours? Uh, uh, probably noodles. I, I'm, I'm guessing fast, that's how it How fast it do did. opioids start at a small... Uh, Ivan, can you uh, help us? You're a nurse, right? Huh? How Sorry, fast? I was shooting heroin. What? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Wait till wait till like you're applying for medical school and then they dig up this <laughs> audio track. It's like yeah. no, 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 can't let you in. Why would they search my podcast? It's like your old your old uh, tweets. <laughs> oh yeah, off. my own Twitter tweets. I don't know how fast how tweets, fast tweets. would like drugs get into the system well, from I, consumption. From consumption. 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 No, okay, okay, okay. I mean, opium stays in the body for a while because it's an opiate. There you have it. But a while. A while. So, yeah. How would he know that it wasn't anything uh, uh, before the noodle house or in between the noodle house visit and the traffic stop? I think it said that. Was it like he was driving home immediately after? Yeah, like he got stopped just after eating Mm -hmm. at the noodle place. Maybe he would just jumped at the first thing that came to him but then still that's that's a bit uh suspicious to me but now ivan my question is ivan wait no it's not my question isn't ivan my question is ivan okay so so ivan what made these two venerated and intrepid explorers think that they would find this very rare wallace b in a termite hill can you explain that did they give no, any anecdotes? I'm not an etymologist. Did they say that they they followed the trail? They they went through the gauntlet and eventually found this thing. I would assume. Anything about it? I would assume they go would go off like you know last known places of where the Wallace be lived, mm. and then just go around looking looking for for habitats that would be especially friendly to the Wallace bee. I assume so. What about you, Bum? Uh. Let's switch it up. Switch gears. Uh, 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 uh. That was supposed to be... Uh... Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so Ivan, like what Davis was saying, is like, 
they 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 track the B trails like oh shoot there he goes <laughs> B tracks <laughs> he looks like a Wallace B it's after it B tracks um so yeah so did they just say like oh let's go look for this B all of a sudden or were there like yeah reports of someone citing the B and then they're like oh let's check that out. Yeah, that's pretty much how the article was. Huh. Really? Yep. So yeah, there, let's go look the, for the, the Wallace B. The, the epidometrist. Epidopolis. Epidopolis. So he was sitting in his office like, I'm bored. This is a boring job. Let's go look for a B. And then his assistant's like, not again. Yeah. Um. I mean, they weren't assistants, I, but like they were associates. Lovers. <laughs> 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 they should make that into a movie. Honey, honey. <laughs> it's like the B movie, but the B for grown-ups. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, seems very reasonable. Uh, Davis. I mean, it seems like other stuff that you you would read in like Victorian era. Right. Uh, you know, pictures of people, what they would think the future would look like. It's like, oh, we're gonna fly with balloons and ride bikes in the sky right and it's like oh we're gonna have firefighters with wings and they're gonna fly around which they're not technically wrong because we have helicopters true huh um, but the thing is one way that you could kind of twist it is it might be true that there's a dude by the real name who made predictions but you could you could have made up those predictions for him true it's a classic you know like instagram post finagling right so you could have you could have been oh he said he predicted so-and-so and so-and-so right and yeah you, you could have just changed the uh, specifics of that uh story mm. well the thing is i i took direct quotes and they were very uh, uh spot on and you only had one source but uh, there's there's two sources and yeah in the original thing it's like photocopied and printed and all that it's from the original uh ladies home journal entry as a B scout <laughs> on my honor as a B scout of Constantinople I can say that I did not forge any documents yeah that that's all I have uh, Ivan oh what's that in my ear I hear oh, fluff I thought you were cleaning off your skepticals <laughs> your skepticals <laughs> that's terrible that's so bad <laughs> Ivan bring out the skepticals Hold on, it's about to get glasses. really clear I only have two questions for you guys. Dude, where did Ivan go? <laughs> where did he go? I've lost him in the immersement of this new character. They came out of nowhere. So, so yeah, two questions. Mr. Mr. Bum. Yes. Mr. Bumbly Wumbly. Mr. Bumble. Mr. Bumble. Be all yeah, over we have me. To, we have to stop with the puns. You're going to be all over me. No. no what? No. <laughs> yes. Continue. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so, Bum. Yes. I don't know. I think it's pretty believable. Be okay, no. I think it's pretty believable. Okay. It's pretty buzzworthy. Um, I don't know. I don't really see anything wrong with it, but like I suppose you could be easily um, manipulated if you were if you were the false one, if you were the the faker, Mister Faker. And then for uh, Davis, uh, I don't know. It's pretty much the same feeling for you too, because like. Yeah, Nostradamus, he got no. some things right, but like it was pretty vague. And, like right. this one's like pretty specific. So, yeah, like, uh, that's you, why he's a time trap. Well, I'm not gonna get into that. If you don't have any questions for both of us, maybe you need to you need to look inward and ask yourself: Are you the figure? 
I still have a question. Oh, like, okay. <laughs> like, can I see all your sources? Yes. Can you repeat them? That is. So my inspiration to do this story was inspiration. Well, well, to look further into it and actually mm. look at the original article was ten one hundred year predictions that came true by Tom Geoga Hagen. Geoga Hagen. Yagen. Geo. Geog. Geography. Hagen. Geokian. Yeah. Hagen. Yagen. Yeah. Tom Geog by Tom Geoga Hagen. Maybe he's BBC, a time traveler. Maybe. Uh, it was published in BBC News Magazine. And then, I don't know why the other one did not come over here, but it was called 28 Predictions or something like that of year 2001. And then for yours, Bill? Hold on. Yeah. BBC China restaurant sold opium-based noodles. Subtitle-based. Opium-based opium opium noodles. They're based, guys. They're Subtitle. The a Chinese noodle shop owner has admitted to lacing his wares with opium poppy seeds in an apparent effort to keep customers from coming back. It's reported. The <laughs> Xi'an <laughs> Evening News, Hua Shangbao, South China Morning Post, and Food and Wine, Chinese restaurant busted for serving opium-laced noodles. Wait, can I do my thing again? Uh, I, I found it. Okay. Uh, it's called What May Happen in the Next Hundred Years by John Alfred Watkins Jr. And yeah, I guess that pretty uh, sums it up for me. Uh, so I guess now we uh, we we decide on who's who's we, gonna <laughs> nope <laughs> and who's gonna get thrown to the sharks in tonight's Shark Tank. We're gonna determine who is worthy of being cloned and progressed to the next stage. So we've casted our votes. We've dialed them in. We've yes, we have. <laughs> Wait, sorry, you're an explorer moment. Uh, so let's. Okay, gosh, my back hurts. Oh, well, the studio is very cramped because we have big bees in you here. You know, I am actually sitting on a giant Wallace bee, and you know how much that hurts my spine. So, uh, Ivan, who did you vote for? I voted for drumroll, please. Dave. Also known as Davis. <laughs> How could you? And I have voted for Davis. I voted for Ivan, yeah. I, but I guess that doesn't matter. See, it really doesn't matter. <laughs> I, 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 I know. I'm not going to get bamboozled. So, Davis, are you the faker? <laughs> I'm not the faker. No! Nah. Oh, it's wow. me, Bum. I was the faker. I knew but, it was But you. it's so well, I didn't, obvious. But... Did you know it was me? What so, what, so, so what part yeah, of your story? I'm just you, really happy I didn't get bamboozled. I bamboozled all of it. Man, I thought it was Ivan the whole time. I even interrogated him with the light. With the voice and everything. With the, the voice, voice the Batman voice and everything. So let's jump into what didn't happen. Uh, you know that little side story I, I, uh, I said about the relative who kept buying and hoarding noodles? Right. Yeah, he never existed. What? Oh my god! It sounds like something it. that would happen. Um, so yeah, he didn't. He didn't have any relatives that were like supremely addicted to the noodles. And everything I said about people getting it like massively addicted, they not, that didn't happen. Uh, so his his attempts to lure people in, it didn't say whether it worked or not. But I just said, oh, what the heck? We'll just make it say that it worked. Ah, so. Yeah, Ivan. We didn't look at the concentrated doses. Right. We. we I don't think he had any concentrated. <laughs> doses. But it says he sprinkled it on, and then we didn't factor it in. Oh. Right. So there was no masses of people coming to his shop uh, day after day. Uh, the relative uh, who had his story about getting a bunch of headaches and 
uh, because of all the noodles that never happened uh he wasn't the the owner of the the drug noodle shop <laughs> Zhang he was never he wasn't a drug dealer oh um hmm. and yeah that's basically the only thing I twisted about this story so you just added some embellishing detail right so yeah the actual story is a guy he laced his noodles with uh, opium uh, poppy seeds uh, guy ate it he got stopped I uh, got tested positive uh for corona I mean for uh for opium and then uh they traced it back to the shop and that's that's what happened so big bees Ivan. <laughs> um, big bees and big buzz well that's huh. that's quite interesting big buzzes. so we it Wait, turns out we got lost in the sauce mm, looks I, like we got oh, drugged yeah it's, oh <laughs> it's one of those stories that you that it all lines up it's a very rare case that this dude just laces his well with opium it's not actually a rare case oh. uh, i actually kind of looked into it there are several people around the world who lace their uh their food with drugs to try to get people back or just to kill them i mean um, it only I mean, makes sense yeah well, it's good for business you know? so like you guys want to go to in and out later uh sure yeah. yeah 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 we we know we we definitely know they don't put anything dangerous in there yeah I go to In N Out like almost like twice every week and nothing bad's happened to me. I go there like three times a day. <laughs> a day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner and midnight before they close. I try to like cycle through, you know, shift eating times, breakfast, lunch and yeah. dinner, you know. So just goes to show make sure you, you, you know what you're eating. Uh and don't eat out. Listen to the Yelp reviews. They could save your life. What about Frank's barbecue and foot massage? <laughs> So anyways, uh, thank you for listening uh, to this very bee pun-filled episode. Check out Blue Tape, and we're on CastBox, Spotify, and iTunes, or Apple Podcasts. Did I say Spotify? I think you said Spotify. Yeah, check us out there. (laughs) Thank you for listening and enduring our shenanigans. Remember, check your facts and watch your back. Wait till the Wallace B and the Murder Hornet get us square off. What happens if 2021 is the battle between the Murder Hornets and the Wallace Bees? <laughs> <laughs>